Hey, how you guys doing? It's ABC Today's Comments. I hope to see the Who Day Over 40 podcast for a long time, long time in Cincinnati, Bengals. Who Day, everybody? It's the end of the practice week, recording on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, what would be right around like a 1 o'clock kickoff? If it was uh, NFL Sunday, on the line tonight, it's two yards in the powder dust. Let's see what's happening. What's up? What's up? Yeah, so we're getting this recording uh, at the end of the week. So we're trying to get on a little bit more of a regular schedule with the uh, football season it's about to ramp up. Uh, did you watch that meaningless delay by two hours uh, preseason Hall of Fame game, huh? My answer is yes. Oh, for Pete's sake. You cannot be that hard up for football. I'm sorry. I am, I am fucking three-quarters of wreck for football. <laughs> it's awful. That's awful. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I, if it had come on straight when – uh, it was supposed to. I might have been able to watch a minute or two, but I just can't. I, I, I just cannot. It's it, it satisfied my whatever it was, but yeah, I watched uh, it. Well, the Bengals had their practice off yesterday. They are on today. Uh, should be rolling out the practice right about now. Uh, they play the Arizona Car- Cardinals in Paul Brown Stadium next Friday night. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that, but mostly, you know, the subtitle of today's show is Who Day Over 40 versus No Joe. Um, and so we'll lead off to, as we set the show, Bengals news and talk about the absence of Joe Burrow, the sort of absence of Joe Burrow. Uh, the Ring of Honor in, the Ring of Honor inductees, uh, with Willie Anderson and Isaac Curtis. And then we'll swing around the AFC North. We obviously have to touch on, uh, the continued shit show by the lake, uh, because that team is just an absolute atrocity, to be honest with you. All right. So let's swing it around with some Bengals news. Um, still no Joe Burrow. Burrow. Sort of. Uh, we are working on, I think the surgery is on July the 27th. Today is August the 7th. So it's that for 11 days post surgery. He still has not practiced, but he showed up to practice twice this week. Once looking what I would call Hutch medically fragile the first day he showed up on that golf cart. It's almost fair that he didn't show up. It didn't, yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't a good look. No, he was very tender, walking, tender cared. You know, Fast. I think he went from the single scooter to the full-on golf, golf cart. It wasn't a good look, Hush. No, it was not. And he had just he has put a bullseye on his appendix in that area. Right. Well, I'm sure he'll be in the flak jacket or whatever. But anyway, but yeah, he he didn't look good the net that day. They didn't have practice the following, and then he showed up at practice on Friday afternoon. Looking much more spry, didn't have the little sleeve on that was probably the thing that had his IV in it, uh, for the antibiotics that's probably, you know, fighting off whatever it is, you know, Just after keep, surgery. Keep your ass at home. Yes. He, he looked better, much better. He got off the card. He walked around a little bit. And then, you know, the thing that's been going around all social media and ESPN when the offense had lost the scrimmage. He ran wind sprints with the offense, but on the golf cart, which is pretty funny. Uh, right, which so. is, right. This, which is, I mean, I, you are the star of the team. You are the franchise quarterback. You're all this and all that. Man, your ass sitting on a golf cart having fun and whatever, and, and my ass is butt, is sweating my ass off, whatever, and it's not a good look. No, I didn't think they cared about that. I thought that was funny. I would imagine most of the offense found it to be funny too. Uh, uh, he's the leader of the team. He could get away with it. Probably nobody else could. Um, yeah. All right. So when do we start to get worried though? I think that's a real conversation to have that we are 
again, 11 days post-surgery, preseason game number one coming up, missing, you know, I think at this point four practices or six practices or something like that in these 11 days that he's been out. He's obviously not going to play on Friday, and I would imagine he doesn't practice this week either. So when do we get worried? Or do we? You start you start worrying. I started worrying when he had the thing. The thing the the whatever the subtitle of last week's uh podcast was emergency. Yeah. So anytime you gotta start cutting into folks and be, I mean a, a month before the season starts, that ain't that's not a good look. Mm. Um you're we're not he's not practicing with the team. I mean, he's not on the field practicing with the team. Them, them little, like I said, those little codes and whatnot you work on during uh, training camp and whatnot. That's that would be really nice to be doing right now, and I don't think it's happening. The mental reps or whatever that Zach Taylor's talking. I mean, again, he knows the offense. It's not gonna like that's not an issue. Yeah, that's it's not, the reps. That's not the issue, right? It's, it's yeah, the it's reps. the reps, right? right. The, the, and... the defense, the defense is going up against. Brandon Allen, right? Correct. Right. So there, I mean, them them passes ain't gonna be the same. Right. I mean, I I I hear you, and I and I probably agree with you. Probably at a seventy-five to eighty percent clip, I'm going to be getting worried if he doesn't practice after this week. So when we're leading up to the second preseason game, and it has nothing to do with the preseason game, it just has to do with at that point we will be. What close to twenty some odd days per surgery, right? And that should be uh, for him a world class athlete. Blah 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 blah. Whatever it is, like he, we should be pretty much close at that point. And if he's not there for that week, that's when I'll probably start to be like, okay, so now this becomes an issue. You're still going to be close to you know just still a, a little bit under a month away from actual playing a game that counts. So, you know, you're still giving him, you know, 20 some odd days to be ready. But at that point, you would like to have seen him get some reps or whatever with the people that are supposed to be there in the training, you know, it sets. Yeah, et cetera. Because training camp, I think, breaks after the second preseason game. You know, so after that, they're not all together like that. You know, I think they stay in a hotel now. I don't think they come from home or maybe they do. I don't even know. But. You know, they're not at Spinney Field or anything like that. But I just, yeah, next week when we're when we're getting close to 21-some-odd days post-surgery, that's when I'll probably be a little bit concerned. But, yeah, um, it's it's not, it's you know, again, Grey's Anatomy and Scrubs might have lied to us a little bit that this was supposed <laughs> to have already happened. And he must have already been on the you field. Can't believe, you can't believe them TV doctors. You can't believe TV, period, let alone TV made-up doctors. Right? Yeah, it's... it's this is very, very. I'm. I, it's, I'm. My nerves are racked right. a little bit. My plan has all has been to you know pull the Ohio double um that weekend and go to Ohio State versus Arkansas State and Columbus and then go to Cincinnati not for the to, for for the tailgate and to watch the game is you know out of the back of somebody's you know van or in a bar they can't afford them tickets. Um, I'm not sure if I want to be putting all this money down ahead of time. Homeboy ain't ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need somebody to uh be like, oh, he's cleared, you know, with some time before I put down monies for flights and hotels and stuff. <laughs> uh, that that's a problem, of course, and I understand. But and we lose. I mean, that game. I got that game in the pocket. I, okay. I 
I we can't that cannot be an even game or a, or we can't lose that game. That's for damn sure. Right. Well, we're gonna talk about the Steelers here who dealing with their own set of problems here coming up. Right. Um, all right. So that's that. Um other bingo note. Uh, the pads came out this week. Uh, everybody in the padded practices, the first time, uh, that they've, uh, come out during training camp. Defense is dominating. Uh, again, you hear this every single training camp at every single team. So the defense is always ahead of the offense at this point in time because they don't have as much to do. The Bengals are going to be doubly down on this, seeing that they have their backup quarterback in there and the defensive line is just absolutely dominating. If I heard from another podcast from the, uh, uh, I think it was the, oh God, I don't even remember which podcast it was. They were saying that the, the defense had something to the effect of 16 sacks and pressures, uh, in that little scrimmage that they ran. Uh, Trey Hendrickson absolutely dominating everybody that they put in front of him. So there's two questions here, Hush. <laughs> Is this a good thing? Cause nope. the defensive, oh, no, you gotta get through the whole thing. Is the defensive line dominating? Is this a bad thing that the dominating our offensive line, even though two fifths of what we paid for in the offseason aren't on that offensive line? Or is it just a wash because you can't really, it's an incomplete. You can't give it a grade because there's no Lyle Collins, Kappa barely working, you know, kind of in and out coming back from his injury and so forth. Which is it? Good, bad, or, or, or incomplete? It's no, it's no, no, no. Maybe no. that wasn't a choice. It's good, bad, or incomplete. It's fucking bad. <laughs> expand. What do you mean expand? Us, our, I mean our, our biggest weakness was or is the offensive line, and we know, and we know we don't have the eighty-six Bears as a defense. Hmm. So if you're, if our defense is dominating our offense, that ain't good. Right. I mean, granted, it's, it's Brandon Allen back there, and I'm, I, yeah, it's, it ain't good. I don't like it. It's fair. But it's fair to say the Bengals at the end of the year finished ace in the NFL in points against. So it's not a bad defense. So it's, to uh, me, it's a wash because you don't have the quarterback and you don't have two-fifths of the line that you paid for. So to me, it's an incomplete. But it's not like that Isaiah Prince didn't play last year. Not like that Denigy didn't play last year. Not like Jackson Carmen didn't play last year. We shouldn't be having, you know, uh, pinata parties at Brandon Allen at this point. It's not that many pressures and sacks. It, it, it shouldn't be that bad. Like, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, it, it shouldn't be that bad. So you gotta, re- you know, you gotta wait till the quarterback is back and you gotta wait until all those offensive linemen are back. But yeah, it, it's not a good look though overall. Right, which is which equals bad. Uh, washing, I don't know if they're washing shit, but uh, it's bad. It's bad. Okay, I, I just I'm, I'm waiting for them to come back all together and see what happens. And you know, you have to wonder when, it, when, and if that's ever going to happen. It's starting to feel like it's not going to happen, except for them two weeks before the game. Right, that's what it sounds like to me. Like you're not going to have everybody, everybody, everybody back. You know, Collins, Kappa, all of those dudes until them two weeks before. And those are going to be the two weeks of practice that they get ahead of the game. So. Right. But I mean, uh, the, the Steelers defense is got holes in it, but they got two more foes that can make holes in us. And right. we got to be careful of them too. Right. 
Yeah, they are going. They are going to be limited offensively, to say the least. Um, right. Again, we'll get to them in a second. All right. Uh, other news and notes. Uh, rookie up, rookie down. Uh, so you haven't really heard much about in the the bad way uh, about you know our first round pick from Michigan. We won't talk about him all that much. You know, but then those second and third round picks, those are players that you're expecting to come in and contribute, you know. Uh, most importantly, probably Cam Taylor Britt at the cornerback who was supposed to be coming and competing with Eli Apple. But from listening to the reports and reading, the rookie that's supposed to have been doing the, the best at this point is third rounder Zach Taylor or Zachary Taylor, who had defensive end, defensive tackle kind of hybrid, supposed to kind of start to replace some of the snaps from Larry Joby be able to get to the quarterback. He's actually supposed to be doing really, really well in that role. Um, and some people thought they overdrafted him in the third round. The Bengals have a knack coach for getting late round defensive Damn. tackles and ends like that are talented that have played well for them. I mean, just off the top of my head, your favorite, Pecco, Eno, uh, Gathers. I think he's a fourth round pick yeah, as well. Carl yeah. Lawson. Like, I mean, they just, they have a knack for finding late round defensive line help. And, you know, hopefully this dude is one of those because, you know, Ogan Joby has seven and a half sacks. You know, if he got hell, five of those, that, that would be, you know, sack a, is hard. a meaningful replacement. Sacks is hard to come by. Um, so yeah, if he can get anything, if he can make the team and contribute like that, make some sacks on critical, hell, 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 every play is critical. First, second down, I'm down with it. Hooray, hooray. And people are going to get injured. He's going to get some playing time. Oh, I think he's a part. I mean, he's going to be a meaningful part of that defensive uh, tackle rotation at the three technique from the jump. I mean, if he's unless he's terrible, you know, I mean, they don't really have any penetrating defensive tackles. You know, now that Joby is gone and who, who was his replacement? Uh, his buddy that they brought over from the Giants in the Billy Price trade. Uh, who was that? They just signed him for an extension. They sure did. Damn, I forgot his name that quick. Oh well, nah, well, I can't believe I can't remember that. But anyway, um, dang man, come on, I can't uh, remember that. Yeah, uh, I'm getting there. Hold on, we're gonna. I'm gonna take this out on the video, but we got to. That, that's terrible. How do we not know this? B.J. Hill, thank you very much. All right, so B.J. Hill, you know, he has, you know, to he's going to need, a like, a break. So somebody's got to go in there and play them three-technique shots. And, you know, him and Ogunjobi formed a pretty good tag team there last year to be able to do that. And so somebody needs to take them snaps, you know. And they have decent defensive line, you know, depth. You know, um, Mia Khalifa, that would be Khaled Kareem, just came off a uh, pup today. Um and, you know, the goat killer was talking about, you know, defensive line for the Bengals was an absolute liability the COVID season because they just could not field anybody out there. And now they have a fairly solid rotation of defensive linemen and tackles. You know, defensive end might still be a little bit thin because you're kind of banking on a rookie or a second-year player that didn't play last year. Mm -hmm. But overall, I think they got some good depth on the defensive line. Um. It's it's I like it I like it um it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be tested but I like it yeah I mean again you got Cam Sample going into year two Mia Khalifa going into what year four at this point in time mm. like I think they got some decent 
players there. You know, now you just have to, you know, hoping against hoping about injury and those types of things. And that is not a, a bunch of bad injuries that hit you there. And a lot of those dudes are playing meaningful snaps as opposed to rotational snaps. But right. yeah. But uh, the rookie down kind of sort of was Cam Taylor Britt. Mm. Again, he was brought in to people was like, oh, shoot, he's going to come in and compete against Eli Apple just because everybody hates Eli Apple after what happened all year and especially in the Super Bowl. Right. And. You know, Eli got a, you know, a soft tissue injury, uh, like during the week there, nothing serious. And so when he was out of practice, everybody assumed that Cam Taylor Britt was going to get those first team reps and he didn't. He wound up getting second team reps still. And, you know, some undrafted rookie was in there with the first team. I can't mm-hmm. remember the dude's name. So mm-hmm. that becomes a question too. Is this a, hey, you're not good. <laughs> B, we're sending you a lesson that like you're gonna have to earn it. All right. So, you know, you know, it's it's one of the two. Like he either he's bad, which nobody said that he's been bad, or this is like you know you need to earn it, rookie. Don't expect that this is just going to happen for you just because. Um, I kind of alluded to this, but I'll say it one more time. The Big Ten <laughs> ain't good for cornerbacks. Mm. Especially ones outside of key OSU. Mm-hmm. Because uh, them dudes ain't used to seeing the speed that they're going to see on Sunday. Right. And when they do see it on during the playoffs and whatnot, they get burnt. <laughs> and and I damn sure anybody from Wisconsin and Nebraska, uh, that team up north, mm. and Justin Fields was lighting your ass up at TOSU, you're going to really catch it. On Sunday. Right. It seemed that early in the practice when they did one-on-ones, they were saying that he was not doing very well. And, again, that's obviously a drill set up for the offense to look good. I mean, you're not going to look right. good on a one-on-one. They know where the ball is going. They know what route they're running. You know, there's no concepts or whatever. So that's not. But then, you know, the next day he came back and he looked better. You know, so it's a, you know, he's a rookie. And then that's why I'm like, I mean, again, we're this is who day over 40. We have – lived through, oh, this rookie cornerback's going to come in and, you know, save everything. Artrell Hawkins, oh, uh, God. I mean, Leon Hall and jo- Jonathan Joseph came in, and they, they played, you know, they were decent players. But there's been so many from the past that the Bengals drafted that were just Rick not Dixon? good. Oh. And people were, like, expecting them to come in and just be, you know, absolute whatever because corner – traditionally has been a spot that the Bengals have struggled in traditionally in historical senses that they've had stretches where they've been really bad. Marvin kind of sort of solved that because he kept drafting first round cornerbacks and then signing ones that weren't on other, you know, from other teams. But that was kind of that. There was a, you know, a pretty good consistent period of time there where it wasn't. But then after Marvin goes and most of those dudes go, you know, it became a little bit of a problem again. And now, you know, Cheeto's a good player. Eli is Eli. And now they're trying to build that back up. You know, it's, it's, um, it, it, it bad corner play can get you exposed so, so quick and so, so fast that it makes everything just go to shit. Have you heard, you heard about, uh, the star cornerback in Dallas getting burned yeah. left and right? Yes. But he had nine interceptions. Or yeah. 11 or something. Last year. Well, whatever. Right, right, right. I've been seeing right. him getting toasted. Right. 
in practice. Yeah. Lit Trayvon. Yes. Yeah. And I hope you see it in, yeah. in six weeks. Well, I mean, you know, side road topic. Dallas people need to stop reading their press clippings. Like, for real. Well, like, just stop. This stuff, I mean, I know you, they tell you that you're America's team, and so you start to believe that shit. Um, don't do that. Like, you were America's That's not a good look. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, Dallas, all Dallas games are going to be on the History Channel because, mm-hmm. yeah, they ain't did shit in 30 years. Right. But, yeah, so uh, rookie up, rookie down, you know, other kind of rookie things that's going to be going on competition-wise. You know, Jackson Carmen still over Cordell Wilson at left guard. And not a real big surprise there either. The punting competition that's undrafted people like the long snapper and the punter. You know, people are like, oh, that's not a big deal. Like, it is a big deal. One, punting's a big deal and it's a big deal. But more importantly, <laughs> that punter needs, but the punter needs to hold. And, you know, that snap hold kick combination. Messing with that, you don't want to fool with that with your, you know, second year now, probably potential all pro, if nothing else, pro bowl kicker. You don't want to be messing up with that exchange completely, you know. So what's the rub off? Like, hey, we keep, you know, the old punter and the old long snapper and kind of live with the, you know, the net not great punts. Or do you put in, you know, what Drew Christian from Ohio State and this other dude, but then you might miss a couple of kicks because the timing is off. I, I, I'd sooner deal with the punting part than missing them field goals because the other ones typically don't allow points on the board. Typically. We need every every portion of the uh, of our team needs to be at their best. I don't I don't think we could take a, a, a day off or a, a quarter off or this and that for nobody on this schedule. Right. So I, I'm going to get this argument about strength of schedules. I don't want to do it. All right. So the other news here, the Ring of Honor, the Bengals announced, I think maybe two weeks ago. We just didn't record about it. Uh, the Ring of Honor. So, again, they're only putting in two people per year. I'm not a real big fan of that because you're already 60 years behind in doing this shit. Right. So people so, are going I mean, to die but, waiting um, to but get in many, the Ring of Honor. How many people do you think we going to have in the Ring of Honor? About again, at, at most 20? Uh, maybe, but again, it's people that deserve it from those older, like generational players that should have gone in. Obviously, freaking Willie Anderson. Obviously, Isaac Curtis should have been Ken Riley, Ken Anderson next year, you know, or last year. Right. You know, you should, you know, I mean, there's players that, like, again, you're going to something. lose them. Yeah, you're, well, or you're going to lose them. Like, they're going to die if you, right. like, you did with right. Ken Riley fooling around with this damn thing. Right. Like, put them in while they're here. You know, and again, the Max Montoyas of the world, you know, those dudes were solid Bengals. They needed to go in. They do. You know, Boomer. Like, they need to go in. Like, you know, I don't think Boomer's close to death or nothing, but, like, don't fool with it at all. You know, Sam White should have been in the damn thing. He died. You know what I mean? Like, just don't fool with it. So, I, I don't know. They, I mean, but you can't. But you can't put four or five people in there a year because it'll be done. No, the, by the, the numbers probably. Well, the numbers probably three as you start to rotate. You know, as you're getting in closer to the Marvin era players that should go in. You know, we still got. I mean, just not Marvin era. It beginning of it, but left. You know, Corey Dillon probably should go in. Right. Rudy should go in probably right. too. Chad, TJ. Like, I mean, these dudes. Well, I mean, they'll, I mean, they'll get in. Right, but yeah, yeah but probably, probably a year. Do, you probably want to do two, yeah, two or three, probably. 
And that gives yeah, three you about, is probably a solid or number. That gives you but about yeah. 20, 33. <laughs> mm-hmm. unless, unless these dudes and Joe Burrow get into 20, yeah. 36. Right. So that's, oh, that's crazy. All right. So Willie Anderson and Isaac Curtis. Willie Anderson, he made the finalist for the Hall of Fame thing, I think, last year. Yeah, He's right. probably going to eventually get in. When you look at his stats, because he played on those terrible teams, golly, like, dude was really, really good. <laughs> he was an all of fame caliber player. Fucking Tony Baselli just went in, and Willie Anderson was better than him. And he longevity and better. You know, freaking Baselli played six seasons, man. So, um, no. But if he gets in, Willie Anderson should be in. And then Isaac Curtis. Again, I always say this, and I hate him because he was a, I'm saying this to you, he was a black Republican. Lynn Swan ass should not be in the Hall of Fame for a variety of reasons. And if Lynn Swan is in, Isaac Curtis for damn sure should be in. And he's not. I know. It's four rings. I get it. I understand. It's four rings and, uh, and yeah, that, them couple of But if you look at his, his stats aren't Hall of Fame worthy, even of that era. Right. So yeah, yeah. this is awful. So, but yeah, so uh, both of them probably Willie Anderson for sure will probably make the official Hall of Fame. Isaac Curtis, the original '85, probably won't, but has the credentials of better, you know, better yards and whatnot than some of the other ones. And then Hall of Fame weekend has happened. I think Kenny Anderson again made it to the final of the executive committee or the old people committee. You know, and maybe he'll make it next year. So again, we'll see. Let's make it happen, NFL, before he's pushing up daisies because y'all yeah. like to pull this shit. Just like with Ken Riley, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Man, and he freaking died and I can get the damn honor. For sure. Awful. Just awful. All right. Uh, some injury news. Uh, everybody's favorite second-round draft pick, Drew Sample, had got his knee hurt um, and got carded. He's going to be out a few weeks. They're thinking he'll be maybe ready for the opener. Uh so that opens up a spot for the tight end position. Uh, obviously Hayden Hurst is not our blocking tight end. Our other mm-hmm. tight end is talking shit with the Jets now. Um, so now that moves up, uh, probably Mitchell Wilcox to the starting position as the blocking tight end, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then opening up a, a spot for, you know, Thaddeus Moss, you know, uh, oh. Joe Burrow's best, <laughs> best friend. Uh, that's probably his best quality at this point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if he's, you know, there could be a spot there, but depending upon how long sample is going to be out, I would not be surprised if the Bengals scour the wire and pick up blocking tight end somewhere. It would not surprise me in one bit if that were to happen. But yeah, it, it looks probably Mitchell Wilcox and Thaddeus Moss at this point backing up Hayden Hurst as the receiving tight end. Mm. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's what we're down to. So. That's what we got. Yep. Uh, I mentioned EI Apple day to day, some soft tissue stuff, nothing major. Um, still not practicing on 11 on 11, but off of Pup, T Higgins and Logan Wilson. You know, I think they're just taking their time with both of them. I don't, there's nothing wrong. And then I just said Mia Khalifa, a colleague, Kareem just came off the Pup, uh, today. So he's, will be back in to practice and all that. All right. Let's swing it around AFC North, y'all. I have no Ravens news. I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything, you know. I, I, I think they're the, what's the offensive, the 
center that they signed, and everybody thought the Bengals were going to sign Tyler Linderbaum. He got carded. I don't know the extent yeah, of his injury, yeah, but he got carded this week, so that was yeah, not, good. not good. I don't know him. how bad it is, but that's not good. Nope. That's not good. That's the only thing I can remember. The team were playing on the 11th, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they released their quarterback depth chart, and at the top, Mason Rudolph. Yikes. Mitch Trubisky bagging up, and yep. then their first-round draft pick, Kenny Pickett, in third. Again, yeah. much like Cam Taylor Britt, this could be one of those, oh, you know, we need to motivate you, we're not going to give it to you situation. However, again, you're not on social media. If you scour enough to see his practice performances, it's not good. Like, he's just behind. And I saw something on Twitter. Somebody was like, well, his ceiling is Joe Burrow. That's the biggest lie I've heard in the longest time. No, no, nobody watched freaking Kenny Pickett at Pitt. It was like, oh, no, he, he's as good as Joe Burrow. If he was, he wouldn't have got picked 18th. <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense, huh? It don't make no sense. I mean, yeah, the the quarterback comparisons, this and that, you got to get out there and catch a bullet, you, and then we'll talk. Yeah, it, it, I, that, God, that, that feels like an overdraft. Like it's like we'd have to take a quarterback. It, that just feels like – that feels like John Ross – in what 2010 or whatever or nine whenever that 2017. happened 2017 that, that that feels like yeah that yeah oh, he was drafted ninth that's what I'm thinking um right ahead of Patrick Mahomes but that's a whole other story um, uh, and I got that story pulled up too I'm glad you stopped yeah. mentioning that but anyway yeah awesome. so yes all the quarterbacks that were picked in 2022 draft were all overdrafted all over whatever mm-hmm. none of them dudes were considered to be first round super first round talent. Otherwise, they right. would have picked him at one or two or three or something, or somebody would have yeah, picked yeah. there. Yeah, that's. What I was so surprised that they. It just feels like an overdraft. Right. And again, you know, the Steelers. If you've been the a long time fan, right? Pittsburgh wanted Pittsburgh wanted the slap nuts that's now playing for the Panthers. If they could have got him from the Browns, mm. they would have done it. Right, and the Browns would have never traded him They're with right any division, the division, so that was never right. going to happen. So you right. would. Needed him to be released and then tried to sign him. That right. dude sucks, by the way. Like, he's not a good quarterback. Well, I don't know why people think that he is. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Too. Yeah, he's not, but we'll, it'll, it'll show its ugly head here soon. Um, but yeah, they, you know, and again, it's the Steelers still, the, you know, franchise wins for, they win for a reason and they got to beat people for a reason. We just yeah. need it to not be the Bengals week one. All right. Outside of that, or, like out, you know, or whenever they play the second time, but like, yeah, it, that's that's basically what it is. But again, this is a huge transition for them. Yeah, I mean, again, your first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback is gone. You had sixteen or whatever years with this dude, and then in the middle period of that, people forget how good Slash was for those medium years after the Bubby Brister debacle. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like they forgot. Yeah, I think y'all forgot how easy that transition handoff was, you know, after Slash. But I remember the Brister years very well. It wasn't a good team, you know, and that was, a, you know, when you could have the defense rip people's heads off still, so it didn't really show. Uh, it's going to be – they're going to struggle probably a little bit. Um, struggle a lot of people. Well, and they can't, I, mean, they, I mean, good God, Mason Rudolph couldn't throw the ball 20 yards down the field. He can't. So, it, Whatever. All right. That's a very problem, up. and thank goodness. Yeah, next up is the Browns, the mistake by the lake. Ugh. 
God, where do you even start? Let's start with the easiest one. So uh, I call him Kadeem Hardison. Uh, Kareem Hunt uh, wants uh, a deal. Okay. So a trade he's doing, he's, or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. doing – well, he's doing a hold in. So he reported, but he's not practicing because he wants a deal or he wants to get traded. Um, he is also somebody that is problematic as well as he tried to freaking hit a 35-yard field goal on the lady he was dating in a hotel room. I seen the video, sir. That was not a light kick. He really tried to go for it. Oh, he um, went for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he did get suspended, but of course the Browns bring him in, and of course they, you know, freaking. Well, they don't have. They couldn't have much money left. Huh? I mean, you know, because they're fighting off with their, you know, their quarterbacks and make forty something million dollars next year allegedly. So yeah, um, I, I mean, to me at his age and where he is right now, why are you paying your second running back extension money? So I would imagine the Browns are gonna be like, you know, you play or you don't at this point. Right. And, right. uh, yeah, they, they got the cards, literally. So they're mm. gonna, I mean, right. No one's gonna, no one's gonna break their neck to put, to put this dude on their team, I don't think. Not at the end of the season. Right. You wouldn't so, think. Right. And, he, yeah. and right. And he's a, he's a second, secondary or a second complimentary back at this, in this part of his life and career. Yeah. So ain't nobody looking for that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, God, the only, he's gonna play a lot. Only if Nick Chubb gets hurt. So and he, and he, uh, can't, yeah. and he can't take that type of, of uh, whatever he hasn't proved. Yeah. It. He didn't prove it in the in the Chiefs, and he, mm-hmm. yeah, he ain't gonna be able to do that. So yeah, he's he for ten, maybe eight or back. ten, right? Yep. Eight to ten carries a game and a couple of catches out the backfield. Right. So the other story is Deshaun Watson. We talked about last week. Got a slap on the wrist, six game penalty from the. Uh, arbitrator in the NFL's uh, the sit- suspension thing. The NFL had the opportunity to uh, appeal that decision. Of course, they, they did. did, and now it is up for um, uh, uh, like going to be held. Uh, the hearing is going to be heard by somebody. It could have been heard by Roger Goodell, but he also he could appoint somebody. He appointed some judge from New Jersey or whatever. I'm sure whoever he appointed is going to do exactly what he told him to do. Right, right. That's, um, yeah, that's, <laughs> um, right. Yeah, that, yeah, this is a this is a this is a coup d'état, so to speak. Right. Uh, so um, <laughs> we're not going to see Deshaun Watson again. The league had wanted a year, they wanted or, an indefinite. In, or a year and indefinite, well, a minimum year and an indefinite. I would imagine we will see that come down at some point in time next week. He's on a probably sue, which I, I'll, I'm going to take a, a, a opposite voice here on this. He's probably going to sue. It'll get some sort of maybe an injunction or something. Like that. But once it gets heard by, you know, like CBA, like arbitrated things, you know, they're going to be like, well, the CBA says he can do this. So you're suspended. Like, I mean, that's that, it, it's done. Like and even I, I heard one lawyer person that familiar with the case, like even if he appeals, it's a minimum six game suspension regardless. So he ain't right. playing week one anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I always gonna play. Like he ain't playing make week one anyway. He ain't playing the first six weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's probably going to go much longer than that. Here's my out of the box commentary. He should jump on the grenade and be like, you know what? Or well, two things. The Browns should have jumped on that grenade when they got six. And be like, well, we're going to suspend him. I think they can suspend him for four games without any, without cause for conduct detrimental. So now you got him to 10. Maybe the league doesn't appeal at 10. Maybe. 
but probably not. But two, he should jump on the he should jump on the grenade and be like, you know what? He's already settled these things. Everybody thinks you're guilty anyway. So you know you are. Made, you know, he did. Well, shit. he is guilty. I know. Right, right, right. I made some mistakes. I'm going to you know do the freaking Kevin. You know, not Kevin Bacon. No, right. The dude that was on House of Cards. You know, I need to take some time for myself. Kevin Spacey. Yes, basically, I need to take some time for myself to work on this, that, and the other. So I'm going to suspend my my, career. my campaign. Yeah, my suspend <laughs> my career. Go, you know, go work and you know try to rehab his image. You know, I mean, do the non-jail version of what Vic did. Oh. Vic did his time, came out, started working for Peter, doing all of these things to rehab his image, and you know, to an extent, it did work. He did get a second contract there from the Eagles that was, you know, decent. He got a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, that's what I'm that. saying. So he sh- that's what he should do. Be contrite and disappear. Showing up to Browns practice every day, signing people shit. Like the Browns are ridiculous. You can't have him out there. Like it's just you, dumb. It's you dumb. gotta the the Browns are dumb. And, I but know. unfortunately but unfortunately, this dude is still a, or they still believe he's a top twenty quarterback in the NFL. Right. And and you you signed him, you got to right. you got to play him, you got to play him, you got to pay him. So right. shit, throw him out there, um, let the legal shit do their course. Right. The NFL is, you know, they're trying to play tough now. But hell, you know, several of their owners are just as dirty. Right. They all got sexual lawsuits on them. They're working right. on their second or third uh, mission. Life. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Is, you know, only God can judge me. Right. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. However, he, sometimes I wonder about the NFL Player Association. Like, oh, oh, I wonder about them too. Why, right. wouldn't, why in the world would y'all agree to let this dude be the final arbiter of anything? Because you know he works for the owners, so if they wanted this, that's what they're going to get. Like you shouldn't do that. Like why? Why would y'all agree to that? Because well, because the the NFL has the worst union in all yes, professional sports. I agree. I yeah, mean, the, other, other other than women's sports, but yeah, most, yeah, the most physical sport, but doesn't have guaranteed contract. Like it's very, just, very, it makes no sense. Right. So I I I, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think that ruling or that hearing is supposed to happen sometime next week. I'm pre- Again, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a year or an indefinite, um, for sure, at minimum year. And, you know, I heard somebody say, like, you know, the the Browns, ca- cap-wise or whatever, they don't pay him anything this year because they wrote, you know, they redid his contract right. knowing he was going to get suspended. But then next year, I think his number is like $46 million. Like, it's ridiculous. Right. And... You know, that's what they were saying. Like, yeah, we need that suspension to happen. Like with the Browns, like, yeah, okay, the suspending this year because, you know, next year with that cap hit and if he's not playing, you know, I, I have a bad feeling, Hutch, that there's a smoking gun out there somewhere on about this. And that's why it's going to come to this point. Like, I really do. Like, I think there's probably something again, TMZ finds everything. There's something there. That's gonna come out. That's gonna make it look even worse than it already does, and it does look pretty bad. And I, I don't. I, I'm not ready to say we ain't never gonna see him play football again, but I'm definitely ready to say we ain't gonna see him play football for a minute for sure. Right. Um. 
Well, I mean, I thought the I thought the NFLPA would uh, would also appeal, but they mm-hmm. didn't. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, the man, the the, N, the NFLPA sucks. It's awful. It's, right. it's awful. Like, I mean, it's a, a it's a league that y'all allowed over the course of time. Freaking fuck, Gene Upshaw, man. R.I.P. But man, you just got into bed with the owners and just sold the players out completely, like completely in this sport. Where careers are super short, they don't have freaking long term care after they play. People's heads freaking exploding inside these helmets. Nothing, y'all. That just interchangeable parts and pieces of laundry, man. And that that's just terrible. Uh, this is awful. Um, so yeah, but Damn. yeah, college almost has a better. Uh, yeah, with the NILs now, out. they might. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it's 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 bad. All right, but yeah, that's it. So, uh, uh, Browns. If, I don't know if you're a Browns fan listening to this. Uh, I don't. You know, you're a change team because I understand that part. But I, I, there's, can you? I mean, I ain't gonna put that in the in the atmosphere. But I can't imagine us rolling out our head of the franchise. As somebody who's been reasonably accused of sexual assault and being like, hey, man, you know what? That's here. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a break till he's off the team. Like, I'm good. Um, I'm good. Again, I know ain't all angels on this Bengals team and on no NFL team, but he's the quarterback, yo. He's the quarterback that you knew had right. going into it. But again, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah, you but, knew that this issue was there before you traded for him, too. Right. So, like, how do you be like? Yeah, I think we're okay. I mean, hey, if if uh, Mike Vick would have been allowed to come back to the Falcons after the dog shit, mm-hmm. they hey, he would have came back. Right. But um, he did a bid, he a did good a bid. one too. He did. <laughs> Before he was able to get back in the league, a whole oh, well, here, here's another problem. Over the NFL, though, whatever. Uh, Kaepernick and, yeah. and and Deshaun Watson spoke out against the NFL, and mm. no, and the NFL remembers the North oh, remembers, I, yeah, I, I, and, and, and that's and that's part of it. And part of my, I don't know that we're gonna. I, I can't go all the way. They ain't gonna see him again. I could definitely see him getting blackballed completely. Again, he's better than Kaepernick, whoever better than Kaepernick ever was, but. The offense is worse, so uh, I don't know. Right. The NFL, the the, yeah. the dudes who are in the NFL are la 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 la. Now, is does our person, this Blackbird, have something to do with something? No, I wouldn't think so. Or the Rams, the women, the women, folks. But even if it's not that deep, I mean, shit. What if Cleveland Stadium seat sixty thousand people? How many of them think is women in there? Probably fifteen. There's probably a fourth. Maybe that's probably, probably fair, probably right? Third. Yeah, probably, third. Okay. I mean, come on. This look. Okay. If if the if the mofos win the Super Bowl, all is forgiven. They win no Super Bowl at this point. I mean, this is all that really people matter or care about is Win. winning the Super Bowl. Right. Nobody, I mean, like, that's really, that's all that matters. Right. I mean, you can murder somebody. 
I mean, unless it's on video, no one gives a rat's ass. Yeah. And now, again, I, I'm just talking out loud. I swear there's probably some freaking goofy smoking gun out there. But anyway, enough about that. All right, man. Um, <laughs> and sadly, I, you probably didn't see it, Hutch, unless you saw it. Something that we sent uh, in Cleveland this weekend, the National Association of Massage Therapists uh, Conference. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. So, well, uh, I mean, well, <laughs> well them, yeah, well, that's a whole yeah. other story. I'll just let that right. go. It's Sunday. Yeah, we need excellent music, man. That's it? I thought we weren't talking about Arizona or nothing. We're half our... Oh, yeah, they're playing the... They're I, mean, I, mean, they're, I mean, they're playing the Cincinnati Bengals uh, West. West. Yeah. All right. Nick Virgil's on that team. AJ Green. AJ Green, yes. And, uh, yeah. I saw uh, Billy, I got, Price. I got. Billy Price tried to go out there. Sucks. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And no, we're, we're gonna. We don't know if we get to the point of a preview of a preseason game. Maybe if there's breaking news that Joe Burrow is gonna suit up or something. But we're just waiting. Up. Yeah, our next emergency pod will probably be when he shows up, not looking medically fragile. Like, hey, he threw today. Yay! That's basically going to be it. But, but yeah, man, exit music. What you got? Just by the time I get to Arizona, even though they're right. here. Oh wow! Ooh, that's nice. I haven't heard that in forever. Peace out, Flavor Flav. Man, he's still with us. That's amazing. I meant, well, that too, but I meant more from Public Enemy. But, mm. yeah. Did he get kicked out? Did he get thrown out? Who he knows? Both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this and, season. And, um, and Professor X. What's that, B, what's that P, uh, uh, BET show? Or maybe it's One America One, or not One America, shit. Whatever, that TV One, where they talk about. Uh, R&B groups or whatever. Oh, that's a man, unsung. That's unsung. <laughs> this week this season on unsung. Boom, boom, boom. All right, so it's probably can't be, how can you be on unsung and be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame too? Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Nah. So as PE starts to play us out again, uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, rate, review, subscribe, all of those types of things. As a producer, I'm signing off. By the time I get the air up. Hot sign off. All right, y'all. We'll see you on the other side. Peace.
see the lie Politically planned and understand that's all she wrote Will we see the real side to hide behind a boat And they can't understand why he the man who's singing by the king They don't like it when I decide to make it Wait, I'm waiting for the day for the man who demands respect Cause he was great, come on, I'm on a one mission To get a politician to honor Or he's a corner by the time I get to Arizona Get 